It's something we all do all the time, 24-7, and it's also something that can really change our lives. If we stop doing it, we drop dead. If we continue to do it, we can actually improve our life, turn it around, make things better. What is it? Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. So did you work out what I was talking about? What is it that we do 24-7? What is it that if we stop doing it, we drop dead? What is it that we can do and improve our lives? Of course, I'm talking about breathing. And this week, I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about breathing in the podcast. And I'm also going to be talking about it, uh, about what's happening in the skies this week. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting episode. Um, let's start by talking about what's happening in the skies this week because there is some really, really, really big stuff. The biggest stuff is the fact that Jupiter, the planet of plenty, is changing signs and uh, having sort of been in Aries and then reversed back into Pisces, it's finally going back into the sign of Aries. This is a big deal because what it means is that we are back at the start of a new Jupiter cycle. When a planet moves into Aries, when we it's called ingresses, when it ingresses into Aries, well, the Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So it's the start of a whole new cycle. Now, Jupiter... Jupiter is the planet of good luck and good times. And when Jupiter is triggered, life should be a little bit easier, a little bit sweeter, and maybe even just a little bit nicer. And don't we all need that as we come towards the end of the year? So what does Jupiter into Aries mean? Well, on a world scale, I'm not going to lie, it's the amplification planet. Aries is the sign of war. I'm really hoping we're not going to have more wars. It's also the sign of motivation and it's the sign of impetuousness and being a little child and going after what you want. Jupiter in Aries is going to fire things up. You know, Aries is a fire sign. Jupiter is the planet that turns up the volume. Hopefully, hopefully with Jupiter moving back into the first sign of the zodiac, it's going to mark the start of a new and improved and happier go luckier cycle. If you would like to know what Jupiter in Aries means for you on a personal level, then uh, either you can uh, join my Sun, Moon and Stars membership where I've got a PDF in there this month about that. If you're in the Sun, Moon and Stars, which is now actually about to be renamed the Mainly Moonology membership, it's in there. You also get, a get access to my uh, Jupiter workshop that I did couple of uh, weeks ago um, or you know see what you can find in my horoscopes because 10 to 1 I will also be mentioning Jupiter in my horoscopes so I wanted to kind of give you the big big news about Jupiter because that is a really important thing that's going on this week 
Um, Jupiter only changes signs on a fairly uh, irregular basis. Um, he has been kind of flipping backwards and forwards because of the retrograde. But overall, um, it's just a big deal. So think about, you know, to, to really sort of tap into it, think about how are you lucky? Do you feel lucky? What do you need to feel luckier? Are you counting your blessings? What blessings are you happiest about? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want someone to give you for Christmas? It's a time to try and get in touch with all that's good in your life, all that makes you feel happy and all that makes you feel like life is worth living as Jupiter is triggered. And just by the way, if you're wondering when Jupiter's changing signs, Jupiter's changing signs on December 20. And if I have a quick look in my trusty Moonology diary, we can see that is uh, Tuesday. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out, then it's actually taking place tomorrow because this podcast will come out um, on a Monday, as it always does. Also this week, we have a new moon, the last new moon of the year. It's taking place in the sign of Capricorn. And just by the way, it's a super new moon. Um, I refer you to my Moonology Diary for the times around the world. If you uh, don't have my Moonology Diary 2023, then I suggest you grab it fast because it's selling like hotcakes. Uh, you can get it from moonologydiary.org. Um, at the time of the new moon, there is what astrologers call a stellium, which is interesting. It's, that's really a cluster of planets and they're in Capricorn. We'll have the sun, moon, Mercury, Venus and Pluto all in Capricorn. Now, what does this mean? It means it's not going to be the drunkest end of the year ever. <laughs> kind of a random thing to say, but, you know, Capricorn's a bit more about getting the end of the year sorted out. You know, what do you want to, what loose ends do you need to tie up and what intentions are you setting for next year? And if you want to go out and get a, get drunk on New Year's Eve, be my guest or throughout the silly season for that matter. All I'm saying is it's a, it's the, and with a Capricorn energy like that, it's very much about tying up loose ends and thinking about what you want to create in 2023. So one of the things I want to create for myself in 2023 is continuing the regular chanting practice I started during the pandemic and which I've done sometimes on Zoom and I've done sometimes uh, privately and FYI whatever you're doing this silly season I'm going to be leading live chanting from Christmas Day, December 25, right through to New Year's Eve, December 31. I'm actually covering for a friend of mine called Laura Hamblin. Um, she does chanting every morning uh, here in the UK and she's going on holidays. And I said, hey, do you want me to cover for you? Because, you know, I haven't sort of done a Zoom chanting spree for a while. And she said, oh, yes, that'd be amazing. So in a way, it's good for me because it means I continue my chanting throughout the silly season when it's really easy to go off track. And uh, it's good for her, too, because she gets to make sure that all her people continue to have their chanting sessions. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that. So if you would like to be a part of that, just hop on over to Facebook 
and uh, find either my page, Yasmin Boland, or sign up to the free um, Energetic Wellness Club. The Energetic Wellness Club, it's on Facebook. Just go to Facebook in the search bar, put Energetic Wellness Club, you'll find us there. That's where all the information about the chanting we do is. And one of the things I'm most excited about with the chanting, and you know, this is all relevant because it ties, taps us into all the energies that are going on this week. As I said, we've got Jupiter changing signs we've got the new moon you know if you want to tap into all of that and get the best out of it one of the best things you can do is chanting because it literally changes and raises your vibration and what we're also going to be doing is we're going to be doing some breath work and uh, I, I've been kind of interested in breath work for quite a few years a friend of mine uh, was really into it um, and uh, he always said, you know, it was very good for you mentally and uh, physically. And so, yeah, it's something I've been interested in a while. And Laura does a lot of breath work on her chanting. So I decided to get on the phone to Laura and speak to her about um, her breath work, what it does for you, what it brings and, uh, and also just a bit about the chanting we're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing December 25 to 31. And uh, as you'll hear in the podcast, uh, in the interview, which I'm about to play out, um, I decided halfway through the podcast that I am going to do this chanting uh, every day at 10.30 a.m. UK time. Uh, if I had half a brain, I would have worked out what time that is around the world. Uh, but maybe you can work it out. Go to timeanddate.com and put in 10.30 a.m. London, England, and it will tell you what time that is for you. And as I said, I will put um, a link on my website, yasminboland.com, to the Zoom. I'll put a link from my Yasmin Boland Facebook page and I'll put a link in the Energetic Wellness Club. And I'll also put a link in the show notes as soon as I have the Zoom link as well. So if you'd like to come chanting with me every day during the silly season, really good thing to do as we move towards the end of the year and the start of the new year, please join me. And so now here is the chat that I had with the lovely Laura about her chanting before i go though go to that though let me just tell you a little bit about her so laura is a very experienced healer based in the uk she works intuitively with a subtle body to provide her deep healing methods to provide deep healing to her clients she offers it through one-to-one chakra work shamanic work crystal work dreaming work and group meditations Laura actually studied intensively with Shanti Mission, a school for the soul that's based just outside of Sydney in Australia. After having an awakening experience in India in 2014, which I should have spoken to her about, but I'll speak to her about another time. Her life that since then has been transformed, she says, into one of joy, service and love through meditation and healing. And she's passionate about sharing these healing tools with anyone ready to embark upon their healing journey. If you want to find Laura's website, she is on laurahamblin.com. That's Laura, L-A-U-R-A, Hamblin, H-A-M-B-L-Y-N.com. And of course, I will put a link to that as well in the show notes. So here's our chat about meditation, healing, breath work, all that kind of stuff. I hope you enjoy it. 
I'm just jumping in here for a moment to ask you if you've thought about what you want to create for yourself in 2023. Does what you want to create include creating more love and money for yourself by any chance? I actually think that nearly everybody wants more love and more money or better love and better money or fewer love worries, fewer money worries, happier love, happier cash flow. That's the feedback I get from all the emails I receive from my readers and students anyway. So it's with this in mind that I have created my free, kind of, (laughs) uh, workshop about manifesting love and money in 2023. It's going to be an online event taking place on January 8th. And like I said, it's kind of free. Here's why it's sort of free. It's free if you buy or when you buy a copy of my Moonology Diary 2023 and you register it at moonologydiary.com. So just go to moonologydiary.com. There are links there so you can buy the diary if you don't have it already and then register it right down the bottom of the page. If you've already got the diary, don't worry, you can still register it using your transaction number from your online purchase and if you were given a copy of the diary as a present or maybe you bought it over the counter in a good old-fashioned bricks and mortar shop and you don't have the receipt that's fine too just take a photo of yourself with the diary and send it in to us with the link at the bottom of the page of moonologydiary.com and we will make sure you get access to all the bonuses which are many but also include my manifesting love and abundance online event for 2023 it's going to be amazing i'm really looking forward to it january 8th i hope to see you there and now back to the podcast so laura 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 i am going to be covering for you in the chanting world in the coming one week is that correct i think let's see it's going to be from december 25 to december 31 is that have i got the dates right there yeah Yeah, that's the right dates Fantastic. Okay. So now tell me, first of all, Laura, how long have you been doing this chanting for? Because it must be a couple of years by now. Yeah. And I think actually around the time you take over, it's around a thousand days. Wow. It started in March 2020. Um, Yeah. And I've just kept going, really. Um, And are you doing Monday to Friday or Sunday to Sunday? I chant every single day, but only on Zoom Monday to Friday. After, I don't know a while, it became too much hosting it every day. But I I do the chant every day. So one thing I'm really excited about uh, covering for you for a week um, is that uh, I'm going to really delve into this breath work, which you've been doing, which has really fascinated me because I haven't done much breath work in the past uh, on such a regular basis. And in fact, I've been meaning to do the fire breath uh, since I was in India about five or 10 years ago when everyone said, you should do the fire breath. It's actually really good to help shift weight because I've been wanting to lose weight for about five years or 10 years. Um, So let's talk about the three breaths that will be, I will be doing, which you've been doing. Let's start with a fire breath. So um, actually, no, should we start with pranayama? Yeah. Why don't we go through them in order? I mean, okay. I think fire breaths are kind of a goodie, but let's let's do them in order. Okay. So um, alternate nostril breath that, um, is a really, like to me, that's the one I always do be- before meditating because it balances the mind. It balances the left and the right hemispheres of the brain. It works on the meridians, um, 
and it calms the nervous system. It's brilliant for the nervous system. Right. Um, so really good for anyone with stress, but it is the perfect sort of entry into any kind of mantra or meditation. Okay. So for those people who are watching on Facebook, can you show them how to do it? But as you do it, I'm going to describe what you're doing for people who are actually just listening to the podcast. Okay. Okay, great. You can. Okay. So Laura's starting off by putting her left. Is that your left hand? Your so right, right hand. Right hand over the right nostril. Yes. So she's putting her right hand over her right nostril and breathing in through her left nostril and then holding a bit. And then she's moving her index finger to cover her left nostril and breathing out through her right nostril that she just breathed in with. Okay. And then she does it again. She breathes in through the right nostril, holds it a bit then releases her index finger off her left nostril and covers her right nostril and breathes out through her left nostril. And that's one round, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've never heard of pranayama breathing, just look it up. But we will be doing that. I'll be on Zoom, so I'll give people a hand. Now, what does it do? It balances the left and right-hand side of the brain. What else does it do? Do we know? Um, it opens up the edema and the pingala. It clears some energy on there. So What's an edema and pingala? So the Ida um, and the Pingala are meridians that run, um, yeah, up and down the, the central nervous system. Um, they spiral. I'm hoping I get this completely accurate. But they, yeah, they go around the Sushumna, which is the central column of energy in the body. Right. Um, and they spiral around. And to me, they look like, you know the um, international symbol for healing for medicine. That yes. Kind of twist. I already it's thought like of that, that actually when you when you first described it. Interesting. Yeah. So I pretty much think that's what that is. Right. Okay. So it's obviously it's healing. Uh, what is the effect of touching these two meridians? They just bring balance, or they clear you out, or? Yeah. I mean, I think there there's a lot of. Um, benefits but mostly we're opening them up so that the energy can start moving through the body more easily um, and they bring balance to the left and right side so it primarily is balancing the two sides of the brain but I think it that in turn balance balances the body okay so I actually first did alternate nostril breathing or pranayama um when I was probably about 13 or 14 at school, we had Friday afternoon activities. And for some reason, I chose to do yoga, which was a bit random because I was more interested in, you know, Donny Osmond and Leif Garrett or whatever, mm -hmm. David Cassidy. Um, but I've always thought that somehow got me on my path. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, for sure. Or I wonder, I mean, as you said that, I was like, yeah, I think maybe your path already knew what you needed to do. And that was just giving you a little taster when you were young. Oh, right. Because I always wondered if it kind of opened me up somehow. But yeah, maybe it was just what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. Well, yoga generally does open, you know, your chakras up, your energy body up and helps that kundalini start rising, which will bring about your purpose, whatever it is. Yeah. So before we get on to the next breath, just tell me a little bit about breath work. Do you think it's becoming more and more popular? I mean, I've known people who've been into it probably for about, I would say, 20 years ago. Do you think it's something that's becoming more popular? Or has it just been around forever and we're just discovering it? What's what's the story there, do you think, Laura? 
Uh, well, I think it has been around forever. You know, I think the yogis and the sages have, have known about this for a long, long time. But as I guess these um, modalities have come more to the West, we're learning more about them. And there does seem to be, you know, sometimes I wonder, is it because I'm moving more and more into that space that I therefore see and hear and, you know, think that's going on. But I actually think more and more people are using breath work to manage stress, to... yeah. Um, yeah depression you know i think there's there's more openness around these subjects that were very taboo before and therefore there's more help in how to manage them and breath work one of those those mm. methods and i mean what is the theory here the theory is that breath is prana or brings in the prana it brings in the chi and it balances our energies yeah yeah ultimately yeah all right so let's talk about the turtle breath that we're going to be doing yeah. So the turtle breath, you can do it for us, and I'll describe what Laura's doing. Okay, so it's a deep breath in through the nose and raising your head back as if you're kind of looking as high up as you can to the sky and then breathing out through your mouth and dropping your chin right down towards your chest. And I know Laura always says when we do this together, it's all about the throat chakra. So I guess two questions is, you know, one, why do you do the turtle breath? Why do you focus on the heart, uh, on the throat chakra? Because I always think, oh, shouldn't we do one for the heart chakra? <laughs> um, and uh, two, what else can you tell us about turtle breath? Uh, so one, why the throat? Well, to me, the throat's a little bit of a gateway to the heart chakra. Okay. Um, I think in the West, we're quite controlling. We're quite into the detail. Um, and that can stop our hearts from being fully open. So the more we can work on our throat actually really helps our hearts open. Okay. So, um, yeah, it focuses on the throat. Um, I can also feel when we're doing it at this time of year, it does work on the secondary throat, the thymus quite a lot as well. Okay. Um, I can feel that opening up in people. And, um, yeah, that it's, it's a more subtle way, I guess, of clearing the throat chakra than the lion's breath, which is that, you know, sort of yoga big. Right, um, yes. That that helps clear it. Um, what was the second question? The second question is, what are the benefits when we open up our heart chakra for anyone who, uh, our throat chakra for anyone who's not familiar? Okay. So, yeah. So the benefits of working with the throat chakra this time of year is you know, primarily, I guess, health, because our throat chakra is our defense mechanism for cold, flu, you know, all these bugs that are around, um, you know, at the moment. So that's for people uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, because yeah. the Southern Hemisphere people will be going, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in fairly cold, cold UK. Yes, snow, in fact. Um, so that's primary. But also the throat chakra is the part of our being that really um, grips to control likes to um, judge, likes to um, make ourselves feel safe by kind of contracting. Um, and when we can release a lot of that stuff, we can be much more in flow with our lives. So I like to think that the Ajna Chakra, the big picture, um, knows where we want to go, what we should be doing. Third eye. And the Heart Chakra, um, you know, it makes sure that's full of love and we're kind of on a, on a path of love. But the throat can often, the throat and the solar plexus feel like they're the tricky ones, the ones we need to lovingly manage a little bit um, because they can go into fear. So the throat can sort of say, oh, well, actually, if I just micromanage all that detail, I'll make sure we're safe. So it's, you know, trying hard, but it's actually making our life a little bit more complicated than it needs. 
Right. Um, and when it's in flow, it does things like, you know, knows the way to get from A to B perfectly, writes a really good practical to-do list, keeps our, you know, ourselves organized and on time, those sorts of things, but in a very flowing, natural way, not that right. over over the top controlling way. Okay, cool. And so lastly, let's quickly chat about the breath of fire or the fire breath. Yeah. Um, which is one I definitely have known about that one for a good 20 years. Um, just tell tell everyone what it's about and then we'll do it. Okay. So um, Kapalabhati is like the yogic name and it's really around igniting the fire in the belly. And as you mentioned before, you know, that's great for our digestion really good for raising the heat level in our body um, and burning sort of burning through so it can burn through kind of like you know the excess fat we can be holding um you know any sluggish digestion it can get our digestion working a bit faster and us um processing food therefore a little bit better so that's great but also our our sort of tummy our stomach area our belly is our power center so it's about much more than just our physical well-being it really um you know light you know like they say you know that person's got a fire in their belly right it's uh it's they've got drive they've got ambition yeah and when we sort of can feel that fire in our belly the kundalini can then start sort of rising up through the rest of our chakras and up to our crown chakra and ultimately that's kind of the aim of um yeah meditation breath work yoga is to align the kundalini so that we're o an open channel so it's key for that cool okay so i think that's all we need to say today um but just so people know you'll be back on january the first on the same link that i will be using i hope if possible because that will be less confusing to people yeah I guess you'll be able to make me host of that or something, will you? And then yeah, I can, I can make you host, host again, yeah? yeah. And uh, I haven't quite decided what time I'm going to do it because Laura and I were talking and we said, well, normally Laura does it at 7 a.m. before work, but this is going to be the holidays. So hopefully at 7 a.m. we're all going to be tucked up in bed having a lovely sleep. So I'll be doing a little bit later, but if you tune into me on Facebook, let me just say here and now, you know what, let me just say it, I will do it at 10.30 every morning from December 25 to December 31 inclusive. Um, yeah, I think that that pretty much sums it up, Laura. So thank you for sort of giving me the opportunity to continue with the chanting while you're away. And uh, and hopefully, you know, people will come along and some people might stay and it'll all be great. Yeah, thank you so much for covering. I think the group will be delighted that it continues over the holidays. And um, yeah, I'm really pleased. That brilliant that for me, so thank you okay and i'm going to put all your details in the show notes but just remind us of your website for anyone who wants more information about you laurahamblin.com yeah laurahamblin.com yeah i'm an energetic healer and there's all the information on my website around uh, meditations and healings that i do amazing thank you laura uh thank and you, i'll i'll see you in the chanting yeah, I'll see you in the morning for chanting. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. 
Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice, please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week.